this is Mrs. Paranormal. Sorry I've been gone for a while, but it's a Sunday afternoon. It's 1 o'clock. I'm in my truck. Yeah, because the weather's getting a little bit better now. It's overcast. It just stopped raining. And I do apologize that I've not been around, but sometimes it's hard to get me to find the time weather-wise and all of that so I can actually do the podcast. So thank you all you guys who have been sticking with me for this long time and you're patient enough to wait for the next podcast. The funny thing is, is I'm sitting obviously in my truck and I'm where my the little river is to my right and then to my left there's a softball field. I swear, you guys, two different intersections I tried to get here, there were accidents in. It's crazy. It took me, instead of like five minutes, it took me like 20 minutes to get to where I normally park. So strange. Eventually, I'll be able to park by the marina and do the podcast like I like doing. Uh, the weather's getting better. Trees are just still kind of bare. The grass is coming in finally. So, yay. Again, I hope everybody's doing great, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. I will try and do my best to start and do them more often. As I've said before, life gets in the way. Time is gone, right? So, let's see what's been going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, house has been relatively quiet. Nothing I can think of. Uh, in September, September, good Lord, in May of this year, towards the end of May, I will be doing a couple of tours at the asylum. And I think that's all I'm going to do this year. We'll see. Also, a couple of things. Adam Berry from Kindred Spirits is actually going to be at the asylum in July, like the first weekend of July or something. He's going to be doing like a meet and greet, and it's already sold out and all that. So he is actually coming back, Adam Berry from Kindred Spirits. Um, she's not going to be with him, but it'll just be it'll just be him. And I can't do the tours because I'm not part of the Fox Valley um, ghost team. And they're an LLC and I'm not covered under their LLC. So I won't be there that night. Um, so, yeah, Amy Bruni will not be with him. It's just just uh, Adam. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that's happening. And I got the investigations for that. There's a couple places I'd like to go, but you know how that works, right? <laughs> what I'd like to do and what, what I end up doing never works out. So, I hope you guys didn't miss me too much, or you have missed me, haven't heard any comments from anybody, which is cool, I get it. So, anyways, so back to my original podcast about stories and all that fun stuff. Let's see what I found. Did some searching last night, and the ones I found, I thought these were pretty good. These are unexplained creepy encounters. I don't recognize any of these stories, so if I've read them in the past, I apologize. Oh, also, you guys, yes, you can email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. Facebook page is Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Oh, yeah, speaking of that, well, whatever. I have, you know how I have a, my own shop, right, where I make, t I don't make the t-shirts, but I come up with things and they go on t-shirts? Well, I had finally bought one of my shirts uh, from uh, Spring, and it's on the link, I think on here, it's on my Facebook link, uh, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural, if you're curious about it, anyways, so I bought one, I bought the Miss Paranormal one, and I have to say, I was so freaking surprised at how soft the t-shirt is, uh, it's it's Hanes, and it didn't dawn on me, you know, like, oh, okay, whatever, because you know how a lot of shirts that you buy online are, like, really freaking thin, 
No, it is not. It is such a nice quality. I still can't get over it. it is, it's an extra large 1XL, and it's actually a little big, but I think it's a men's. I washed it. I haven't worn it yet, but I washed it, so maybe that shrunk up a bit. So I will definitely be buying more of my own shirts, but I have to wait till I get paid. <laughs> you know how that goes, right? So yeah, you guys, check it out. If you're curious to see what any shirts I have, go for it. I try to keep the prices minimal. I mean, I keep them like about 20 bucks. So as far as profit goes, you guys, I'm making like about $1.50 a shirt for profit. <laughs> so I haven't... Because I know you could sell me like $24 and I can make a $5 profit or something like that. But I haven't yet. Because I look at, would I spend $25 on a shirt? No. I personally wouldn't. I'd spend... Anywhere from 15 to 20 or so-ish, depending on the shirt. And it won't allow me to go down to $15. They have a limit, so I have to sell them. The least, I think the cheapest I can put them at is $19.99, but I'd make like $0.75 cents profit or something. So, whatever. It is what it is. But anyway, like, just to say, I am so impressed with the quality of the shirt. It's so soft. <laughs> I'm like so, still very surprised. So anyways, enough about me and babbling on. Um, you're going to hear some cars driving by. Nothing I can do about that. So, I'd unroll the window, but let's see. There. Hope you can hear some of the birds. So, anyways, the first one is called, well, it's the uh, Unexplainable Creepy Encounters. When I was in high school, I'd always be the first to arrive. Uh, when I was in high school, I would always be the first to arrive home out of my family. Having the entire house to myself, I, I've never been superstitious or or someone who's scared easily. And the hour I had alone was my favorite time of the entire day. My bedroom is upstairs, and one day when I got home from school, I placed my bag away and started up the stairs. About halfway, I stopped because I thought I heard something coming from upstairs, uh, so I stayed and listened. I heard a very low rendition of the melody... I heard a very slow rendition of the melody from Ring Around the Rosies. You know the one? Ring around the rosies, pocket full of posies. That one, right? Crystal clear, coming from my bedroom. I was 100% sure I was the only one home. And I had absolutely no device that could have been playing that music um, unprompted, especially Ring Around the Rosie, right? I froze in fear and listened for about 15 seconds to make sure I was really hearing it, which I was. I just turned I just turned back down the steps and waited around in the living room for my family to get home before I went back upstairs. I went in my room, and a few hours later, and there was nothing out of the ordinary. I know it's not a very climatic story, but it's something I think about every now and then. I never told him about it because why would I? But that was the first time something truly strange happened to me. That's interesting. That's a good one, too. Oh, there's a good current on the river today. All right. Next up is called Dark Figure. One of my favorites, guys. Dark Figures and Ouija Boys. Yeah. My girlfriend and I were are in a long-distance relationship. We typically take turns traveling between each other's countries. Damn, Australia and Canada. Yikes. About two years ago, it was my turn to travel over to Australia to stay with her and her mom. For a bit of a background, my girlfriend's room was built as an extension, an add-on to their garage. So to 
so to get to it, you had to walk through their garage to get to her room. Okay. About a couple weeks into my trip over there, I wake up around 1 a.m. and the room is just glowing red. I look up at the ceiling and I see this black figure crawling through the ceiling. It moved in such an inhuman way, almost like it was breaking every one of its bones to move. I started to scream. I started screaming, and which wakes up my girlfriend. And she looks up at the ceiling and starts screaming as well. Instinctively, I grab my pillow and whip it at the figure. The next thing I know, everything went black, and I'm waking up a few hours later. My girlfriend is fast asleep, so I think it was just a weird dream, right? At that point, I have to go to the washroom, so I walk through the garage and try to quietly open the garage door to get into the main house. Previously, her mom had mentioned that she was getting annoyed with us staying up late and going through the garage door to use the bathroom. Now, since her mom's room was down the garage door hallway, each time we would open it, the door would click loudly and wake her up. So I'm standing there at the garage door and trying to open it as quick, as quietly as I possibly can. As I turn the handle, the door clicks. As I push it open, her mom just starts screaming at the top of her lungs. I thought it was out of range for her, for waking her. You know, he thought, in other words, when he opened the door, he wouldn't wake her up. So I immediately closed the door and sped, speed walk back to my girlfriend's room. I climb into bed and gently nudge her awake to tell her that her mom is screaming. She gets up and goes to see whether her mom was still angry and try to de-escalate the situation. About 20 minutes goes by and my girlfriend comes back into the room completely silent. She asks me if I saw the room glow red earlier as well as the figure in the ceiling. I said yes. And she goes wide-eyed and she says that she thought it was just a dream too. She then says that her mom wasn't screaming at me. Apparently, when I opened the door, it did wake her up. But when she woke up, there was a black figure standing at the foot of her bed and it slowly moved towards her. She then experienced a blackout as well and woke up in woke up by my girlfriend woke up by her being checked on by his girlfriend. Yeah, the entire house slept with lights on for a month after that. Well that's really interesting that why would a black figure have this the excuse me, the power to to make you black out? That's weird. Very strange. To ponder about that one for a moment or two. Ponder, ponder, I'm pondering. Okay, done pondering. Next story Watch yourself sleep. No, watching yourself sleep. Don't you guys just miss this? <laughs> Alrighty. I fell asleep on the couch and got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. If you guys hear any growling, it's my stomach. I'm really hungry. Sorry. Once I got there, I realized I didn't have to go. I headed towards the bedroom excuse me, but decided to turn around and go back downstairs to the couch. When I got there, I saw my body still sleep curled up on the sofa. I don't remember what happened after that, and I know it had it had to have been just a dream, but it still freaks me out to this day to think about it. Out-of-body experience? Sleepwalking? Who knows, right? All right, so all of a sudden, you guys, I got really freaking hungry, so again, I apologize my stomach for growling. Definitely going to eat after this. It locked itself. Locked itself? Once I was hired to load firewood into my aunt's basement. She lives alone and left the basement door open for me while she went out. 
I usually swing the interior basement door as wide as I can when I walk in, and the door almost never closes completely. Completely. But once I heard it close, and when I was about to grab another load, I saw that the deadbolt locked. When I walked, when I walked in, my arms are filled with firewood, so I wouldn't be able to lock it myself. Okay, I'll get it. Looked out the window and checked the garage to see if she came home, but she wasn't there. The door itself was enclosed, so no wind to shut it. I tried various ways of slamming the door so it would lock by itself, but nothing worked. It's an isolated house, so I would have heard someone drive up. It's highly unlikely that someone walked over just to lock the door and leave it, leave and time while I was piling up firewood when there was wooden steps, so I would have heard someone walking down them. It's the only time I've seen the deadbolt lock, lock itself by its, lock itself. In my life. Deadbolt, deadbolt locks itself. Interesting. Y'all. Alright, here's another one. Rainbow, tw Rainbow twinkle lights. I was putting my daughter to bed. And she was talking about her, grand her godmother. Because we were reading a book that her godmother had gotten her. Her godmother died in 2019 of breast cancer. She was my... My very best friend, more like a sister, and she doted on my daughter. We are reminiscing about her and my my excuse me, and my daughter's twinkle lights she has on her ceiling starts going off. They have multiple settings and they were they god damn it. And they are on the rainbow setting. Not too weird. Maybe they have some sort of short or something, you know. So I go to turn them off. They aren't plugged in. I figured it's my friend saying hi. She loved rainbows. It's not superstitious, but she promised to stick around and haunt us. <laughs> I find it comforting. Those lights still go off every now and then. If they're unplugged, that's really cool. Very, very cool. I like that story. I kind of fumbled on that. I apologize. What else? Oh, it's kind of long. It's long. Waking up in the bath. I woke up at the bath at a very specific time, like 5.45, twice, 10 years in between. Water was getting cold. I was naked. No memory of getting there. Some fragment, fragments of like seeing my own hand turning on the tap. No drugs or alcohol or even medication involved. The worst thing was the fear. When I woke up, I felt inexplicable, inexplic oh God, inexplicable, almost primordial dread. Lasting for hours, I was shaking, couldn't function. Still freaks me out thinking about it. I might have been three times. I can't remember properly. I still get the shakes from the memory. Uh, I'm guessing sleepwalking, right? Um, strange package. Right after quarantine started i got a package in the mail it was addressed to my name and address and contained one pink starburst and nothing else to this day i have no idea who sent it or why the return address was to a vacant office across the country that's fucking weird man totally unexplainable one how bizarre right what if she ate it i wouldn't have eaten it or not mean there. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's see. What else do I have for you guys? Creepy neighbor. Ooh. 
I once caught my neighbor staring at me outside my bedroom window while I was straightening my hair with no trousers on. You know it's overseas because I use words like trousers. <laughs> I immediately ducked under my window pane as soon as I saw him. He was legit stood in the hallway that connects the street's back gardens, arms crossed, and there for at least 15 minutes or more, just staring through my window. I even got a picture of it. Pretty sure I was 15. Alright, you guys, you shouldn't have to tell anybody, but if you're changing your clothes or whatever it is, close your freaking blinds, you know, or your curtains. There's always some weirdo out there. Come on now, really? Think about it. Let's see. There's some other ones I'm going to hold on to for later. The creepy job offer. When I was 17, I had just gotten off my shift at Wendy's and was sitting in the parlor for my ride in the middle, and a middle-aged man approached me about a job offer. He asked me a question about my job and Wendy's, and then he told me the job he was offering. He said there were other girls, and they all lived in like a dorm, and the job came with benefits. I was in the office getting other things done. I don't remember, but the entire, but the entire time, every danger bell and my body was going off full blast. It felt like my body became a vibrator. I don't remember if after the multiple re rejections from me, from me, he left or if my ride had come and I zoomed out of there. The only thing I can think of is the day is that I almost get sex trafficked, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Hat in the woods. I once woke up in a tent in the middle of the night while camping in the upper peninsula with my friends. I heard this dude shouting and screaming about about a bear, telling it to fuck off and stuff, you know? Naturally, I woke up my buddy and told him what was up, and he said he could hear it too. We got to our tent and searched for almost an hour around the campsite and found nothing. Then proceeded to find a red wing hat that was neither our neither of ours. We took watch we took in turns watching the rest of the night, and I'm pretty sure he still has that hat to this day. Ooh, maybe somebody got gobbled up by a bear. Creepy. <laughs> what does I have here? <laughs> Red berry stick figures? Oh, good lord. Okay, what the hell. Not creepy as such, more just unexplained. As a, as a kid, I was around... Good lord. As a kid, I was... Round a friend's see that's how they wrote it. As a kid, I was round a friend's house after school. It was sunny day, so we went to the park near his house and then through the woods there. His younger brother was usually with us as well. Then in the woods, besides the path, there were red berries on the ground. The berries had been arranged in three stick figures, which was weird as they were three of us. We got back to the house. And my friend and I decided to go back to take another look. His brother stayed home this time. We got back, and there were only two stick figures. My friend snapped a photo on his phone and then kicked the berries, and we ran back to the house. I have no idea what was going on. Was it some kind of prank being pulled on us? Well, if it was a prank, how did they know there would only be two of you? Right? That's a good story. That's creepy. Where are the photos? Show the photos. Who opened it? I was camping alone in a small one-person tent, all snug and secure in the tent. I went to sleep. I woke up to a clap of thunder at 3 a.m. to discover that the inner and outer tent door was wide open. Now that was freaky. 
I didn't say that. That's what the story says. That was freaky. <laughs> so, um, so those are just some of the stories, you guys. I'm a little out of practice because it's been, what, months? I apologize, you guys. Um, I don't have anything, like I said, upcoming. You guys can check it out. It's Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. It's just me and my friend Amanda. I don't know how much investigating we're going to get done this year because she's got um, some job stuff going on. One of her jobs is being phased out, so she has to look for a whole new job. So who knows what's going to happen with us this year. Um, I'll keep you guys up to date with what happens with the asylum when I do the tours. Oh, I did get to go on a history tour last month. Or was it this month? Yeah, it was this month of the asylum so that a lot of the rumors that we've been hearing can be debunked. We did investigate that night, but to be honest with you guys, the team that, it was all of us there, so, and the owner left the lights on, but um, we didn't get to investigate as, as in-depth as we wanted to, because everyone's like talking and walking around, and da, da, da. I did do something different. I had brought my EVP recorder, and I wore headphones. It's like a par parabolic dish. It like in, in, intenses everything, the noises, everything. You hear everything. Like I said, it didn't work very well, because we really didn't have, you know, like quiet time. So when I go um, next month, May, I'm going to do it with the headphones and do the live EVP recording because if there's a shuffling or a moan, I should be able to hear it 100% better than with my own ears because, like I said, it amplifies everything, so it's pretty cool. Oh, what else? Oh, that's it for now, you guys. Uh, that was it for the storytelling for now. I'm going to save some for later. Thank you so much for stopping by and being patient um, and sticking by and listening to my podcast. It's really, really appreciative. You can always email me if you have stories or comments or anything like that. I do have a Twitter pay page, but right now I can't remember what it is. <laughs> so anyways, if you guys really need to get a hold of me, just message me on Facebook or visit our page. Give us a like. I'll post things off and on from there. I'm trying to think of anything else that's going on before I end the podcast. Um, been watching Portals of Hell. I do like Katrina. I think she's pretty cool. You know, I do. I I, I like her. Oh, I know. It's kind of fun. My husband got me, you know, Chris Williams has Chris Williams has her own, I guess you can call it a shop. You know, it's called Wicked Williams, I think. She just changed it to on Facebook. But anyways, my husband knows how much I like Chris Williams and the whole Ghost Hunters and them, right? So... It was so sweet. He got me uh, an autographed photo of Chris. Obviously, she's, you know, Patty and this, that, and the other, which is really cool. And then he also got me these really cute ghost earrings from her that she sells. See, I think it's called Wickedly Women. <laughs> Wicked Williams or Wickedly Williams. Anyway, she's on Facebook. So she has stuff you can buy, you know, like, like a, a monthly thing that you could buy, like a box. And this time it's skulls. But I thought that was really cute that he did that for me. Because he knows how much I like her. I just have to get a frame now for it. But it's kind of neat. You know, she said, thank you for being such a long time. Um, I forgot actually what it says right now. It's thank you for being a long time, not fan, but investigator or something or follower. I think it says. So that's a pretty cool. Uh, anything else going on? No, I hasn't been. I haven't been back to like Glumbula school lately. I've just, Saturdays don't always work for me. But I do have a, a book I'm going to, um, donate to them and they're aware of it so I'm gonna stop by one Saturday and drop that off 
that's becoming more uh, popular too. They're in it. They just now created a new page on Facebook. I think it's just called Fox Valley Glenbula School. They're going to open it for, for tours and stuff like that to investigate. Um, other than that, y'all, I think that is it. Uh, yeah, feel free to check out my shirt. My shirt? My store. There's just my shirt. I'm trying to get creative with it. There's like a water bottle for hydration, you know, like paranormal hangover, hydrate well or something like that. So, honestly, guys, I'm trying to think if there's anything else before I let you go. Um, no, can't think of nothing. So, once again, you all from all over the state, all over the country, thank you so much for listening to my, my podcast. And appreciate it, as always. And you guys take care, and I will talk to you soon. This is Mr. Paranormal. Signing off.